Hey, everybody. My name is Mike Fedor. I am here with my co-host, Mike Esco. Esco, how's it going, man? Going well, Mike. I, this, is, uh, this is really, really cool. We this appreciate is, everybody, everybody listening in, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with this. Yeah, this is, this is our first episode. This is groundbreaking. This is episode one of the Made Health and Fitness podcast. Uh, a little bit about us. We're, we're both researchers at the University of Alabama. Um, we're co-inventors and co-founders of Made Health and Fitness, and, and we've had such a great time talking with trainers and practitioners out in the field and physical therapists and dietitians. We, we wanted to take some of our conversations that we're having with you, know, you guys who are out there in the real world doing your thing with you know, your clients and members and, and, and record some of those conversations and hope that we can kind of move the entire field forward. So um, this is episode one. We're going to give it a whirl. Um, Esco, why don't you tell us a little bit about your backstory, where you came from and how you kind of got here? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this, you're right. I mean, it's, it's, uh, we're going to, um, to be to this point where we actually, uh, have created something to where practitioners can use it and researchers can use it. It really has a, a an impact, direct impact, uh, is really cool. So yeah, I mean, uh, received my PhD in 2009 from, from Auburn University. I uh, decided to go to the uh, academic route after about a decade in the um, as a practitioner, um, primarily in personal training. That was my first my first love. I uh, started personal training when I was uh, a wee little lamb, you know, eighteen years old. I had my first um, certification and, and picked up my clients, first clients that way, and I really enjoyed working with people and uh, helping them through. Uh, fitness program and become, you know, fitter and healthier and uh, really focused on the general population to start with. And then as my education grew, the, um, uh, the, the, my client base grew, but it also evolved into working more kind of uh, clinical and at risk individuals after uh, therapy. And that became a lot of fun and met a lot of great people. And, um, but that really sparked the desire to really expand my uh, knowledge um, as much as possible. And that uh, led me to the PhD. When I got the PhD, I didn't think really I wanted to uh, uh, teach or do research. It was all for the purpose of um, still uh, working as a practitioner and thought that the more knowledge I had, the more people I could really benefit. But when I uh, worked in the uh, PhD and, and, and got a graduate assistantship, fell in love with research and Fell in love with teaching. I had the opportunity to teach early on, and, and that just kind of led to the to the love that that I have for students and doing the type of research that we do, which is as um, always. Body composition has always been a part of um, uh, my my research focus. Uh, it kind of um, began from my years as a practitioner and helping people strive for a healthier body composition, and um, really just work towards expanding that. Uh, what we know about body composition, how to uh, uh, evaluate it, um, measure it in, in field settings appropriately, and um, spent a lot of years doing that, as well as working with uh, heart rate variability and athletic monitoring. You know, and then we've been here at the University of Alabama for it's my seventh year now, so I've been fortunate enough to be promoted to a professor, and you know, I love it. Love teaching. I love doing research and exercise physiology as a whole is just a great field. 
Yeah, man, absolutely. So just so everybody knows, when you, you mentioned PhD and, and being a professor now, you were not always the best student. Is that correct? No. <laughs> no I just want to make not. sure that everybody understands that. So, so the two hosts, right, we, we both have PhDs, but we both came from, from traditionally kind of non-academic tracks, right? I don't think either of us were the most stellar students. Um, gym rat, I think, maybe. Like, we, we were definitely into it for muscles and for working out and not necessarily at the start about the science. So you were not always, uh, let's say, top, top of class? No, I was pretty far from the top. I was definitely closer to the bottom uh, initially. So <laughs> I actually was, I was listed as a freshman for four years. So I was four years as a freshman. I mean, I think um, fr freshman year is usually everyone's most fun year anyway. So at least you, know, uh, you, know, I, you yeah, got four yeah, tries why, to do it. Yeah. Why, why not? Why not keep it going? Uh, but, uh, but no, I was, I, was a, I was a business major to start with. And um, I thought that, that I wanted to go in my uh, family business. And I was working with my dad at the time. Um, but, you know, I, I, I wasn't really passionate for what I was studying. I mean, it, you know, obviously business is a great field, uh, but it just wasn't for me. And when I found exercise science as a as a degree, I swapped my my degree over and and never looked back. I mean, it was just a, my my passion was met with academics, and it just created this you know this laser focused agenda to just learn as much as I possibly could. And even when I swapped my major over, I didn't I didn't think that I would be a professor today. As that, that would have. <laughs> I think I probably would have had a heart attack if somebody came along and said, yeah, you're going to be a professor in <laughs> 10 years or whatnot. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, but it's crazy how things just evolve. You know, I tell students all the time that if you follow your passion, that everything's going to be taken care of. You don't really have to know exactly what you want to do when you grow up. If you keep doing what you love, you'll figure it out. So you've been in the health and fitness world for a pretty long time. So can you talk to me about how the industry has changed since you started to kind of where it is now? Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, when I first started, my, my goal was to open up a, a gym, you know, with a brick and mortar gym, right? And train people one-on-one -on -one and um, as enjoyable as that, that was. And, it, you know, there's a big, um, a big focus on, uh, you know, resistance training really just, just started getting more popular when I, when I first got into it, but, but there was just this the major focus was group aerobic exercise programs, right? Step aerobics and things like that. Uh, so, um, you know, we, we went from there to this resistance training, having gained in popularity, more and more people doing it and learning more about it to now, you know, everything's so virtual, right? And, I mean, when I first started, we barely understood what the internet was. <laughs> so, um, how things have evolved has just been—it's been wonderful. Now we have the ability to reach people in all all over the world and 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 benefit a a larger group, you know, a larger population than 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 we used to. It's wonderful the technology, technological advances that we have today, and still have the standard. Um, in-person brick and mortar gyms to now you don't need to go to a gym to have a great workout. You can train with personal trainers and, and, and fitness experts right on a, you know, right from a computer or now from your phone. Nice. So 
the to be honest to the listeners just so everybody knows the podcast was originally your idea correct like this this is your this is your brainchild we we launched the app a couple months ago and you know the conversations that we had with practitioners in the field you know it was kind of your idea you said we've got to have a podcast and and get some of these conversations recorded and, and kind of get you know the the message that everyone is kind of collectively sharing we got to get it out so um where do you kind of see our podcast that, you know, the made health fitness podcast, where do you see it kind of fitting in with all the other podcasts that are out there right now? So, you know, there's, there's, it seems like unending choices of, you know, podcasts that you can listen to and there's only so many hours in the day. So, so where do you see us fitting in? Where do you see kind of our target mark? Where do you see this kind of evolving into? Yeah, that's great. You know, I think the, the one big advantage that you and I have is that we, we're not only professors and we do the research, but we also have a background as practitioners. We have worked directly with, with people, right. In, in a, a fitness environment. And that that's created a, a, an ability to really take um, what we contribute to textbooks, but also bring it to the real world. And that's kind of what we want to do with this podcast. We want to, we want to educate, we want to expand beyond our walls of traditional academic setting on our students and, and in our lab. Uh, and publications and all that, that stuff is great, but what it what it lacks is the direct um, impact that it could have with uh, the the real world and, and consumers of of you know um, uh, fitness centers and fitness equipment or whatnot. So we want to educate listeners and and help them be a, a more educated consumer, so they'll know uh, more about fitness and, and making the right choices. So um, they, they can become fitter and we can create a healthier and fitter society. Nice. So all of our listeners out there, if you can flash forward six months from now, what is the biggest fitness myth that you want our listeners to bust after they finish listening to this podcast? There's so many that I want to, that I, I hope that I know that we're going to be able to debunk, but you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. Right. And I think that, in general, we've created this idea that, um, you know, fitness has to be this, this complex, you know, um, black and white thing that, uh, that only a, a few people, um, can achieve. You know, we, we have this, we don't really understand what fitness is. I mean, you know, most people, if we were to ask, what is physical fitness? You know, images of, of six pack abs that they see on, on the cover of fitness magazines come to mind. You know, and, uh, that's, and that's not, that's not actual. And in, in fact, that, that person probably doesn't even look that way. Photoshop created that, um, that fit body. So, you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be complicated. It's, it's fitness is really a, a personal, um, it's personalized to, the individual and um, to, to, to help people understand um, how to become fitter, uh, what that means for them individually. That's what I really hope that we can achieve through this. That's awesome. And just also to put you on the spot too, the comment that you just made about Photoshopped six pack abs that is coming from somebody who was in muscle and fitness. Is that true? <laughs> Did I get that right? <laughs> Let's see here. You know what? It's been 20 years now. Wow. 
there was a uh, collegiate edition of Muscle and Fitness 20 years ago. And my friend took a picture of me and submitted it. And they ended up putting that picture in one of their, art- uh, one of their articles on collegiate fitness. But it was a very small picture and you couldn't really see that it was me. So oh, our first yeah, episode I was in there, but that may have been my, um, I don't even know if that was 15 minutes of fame. So our first episode, we already have a celebrity guest. Is that true? <laughs> so actually we have one more question since we just talked those, about those who can't do teach, right? So, uh, that was <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never been in Muslim fitness. <laughs> what has been the biggest surprise that you've experienced so far with the made journey from everything with app development, with the release, with social media, with, with gyms and trainers, and now the podcast, what has been the biggest surprise that you've seen so far? The intention that it's getting right. I mean, it's, um, I just, when we first started this, we've been, you know, we're, we're trained to think lab and research and publications and, um, I think the biggest surprise, Mike, is just the, how fun this is. It's just been great. You know, I mean, everywhere along the way from, uh, from the University of Alabama and, you know, our, our superiors um, and the support that they've given us, it's been a huge surprise. It's been wonderful. The, um, the attention that it's, that it's gaining uh, and the, and the, the world, um, it's, it's, that's been great. And, you know, I, I just, I didn't know what that would have, have looked like when we started and the clearer that's becoming, the more that I learn about it, it's just, you know, at the end of the day, this is great. This is fun, you know? And, and I think that's probably my biggest surprise is just how enjoyable this is. Yeah. I think that that is, that is definitely one of the biggest surprises. It's been a wild couple of years, man. Hasn't it? <laughs> It sure has, man. When we first started this, it's just been, I mean, it's it, the, what I've learned in this process and, you know, I've learned a whole bunch, but I've also learned that there's a lot that I don't know. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to filling in those gaps. You know, we never quit learning. And this is just, um, this avenue that, that we've taken now with our research and, you know, in this, in this, um, this direction uh, to really create a product and a product that's usable and, and, and really impacts uh, how, how things are done in the real world um, has been great. And now we have the opportunity uh, to, to show our students, you know, that um, a whole nother, uh, avenue um, of, you know, having a company and, you know, we're entrepreneurs now, you know, and, 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 and that really is going to, that really helps us as professors be better professors. That's another surprise. And that, that, you know, yes, we have the research background and we, we still do that, but our research now really is, a good portion of it is to develop these products that we're creating um, to measure fitness. Yeah, man, absolutely. So just to kind of bring it full circle, we've been on a couple other podcasts and we, we've done a few guest appearances on other shows. Um, 
one of the things that we we kind of thought for the podcast for you know for our series is the app that we developed only measures body composition and then there will be additional components that we develop in we, you know we we eventually want to move everything that we can do in the lab into you know the smartphone into the app right so muscular strength agility endurance everything we want to have that within the app um, one of the things that we don't want to put in the app is is any kind of programming piece or any kind of nutritional component so we've always firmly believed that you know the dietary recommendations the guidelines the exercise prescription the programming the training um, we've always believed that that should be approached on an individual basis. It should be tailored to the client. It should be specific, you know, to to your 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 gym members or or your your patients' needs. And so, you know, I think I think the podcast, the series, is going to allow us to talk to a lot of the practitioners that are out there doing this and actually figure out how they're programming and and figuring out how they're delivering the most effective you know, prescriptions that they can and, and the most effective training programs that they can to their clients. And so I think this is going to be fun. I think episode one so far, my friend has been a huge success. I think we, I think, I think we did it. I think, I think this was a success. I can't wait for episode two. Same here, man. This is going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Let's, let's go zoom, zoom. I'm Mike Fedor. This is Mike Esco. This is the Made Health and Fitness Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody.